Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys. Um, Welcome down to it. Welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Because we're very excited about our (laughs) guest. We're about to call her. We have Mary Ellen Reeder. That's how you'd pronounce her last name, Reader. Writer? Writer? Writer. Writer. And we'll ask her. R-E-I-D-E-R. She is a pelvic floor. I'm going to give you exactly what, um, I'm going to read what she told me. Okay. <clears throat> she is the co-founder of a woman's wellness device called Yarlap, Y-A-R-L-A-P, which helps maintain bladder control and tone pelvic floor muscles. We're talking about vaginas. <laughs> it's vagina day. It's vagina day. And we're calling her right now. Not to be confused with vagina. Hi. Hi. Maggie, stop, dude. Come here. I know. Sorry. My dog. Anyway, hi. Hi, Nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you guys. (laughs) I'm excited to do this. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? No, I was going to say something about the background. My boyfriend is in law school and they are doing everything virtually right now. And his everybody in their class has changed it to like the office background, you know, when they're doing like the documentary. And so it just looked like everybody was in the office. That's awesome. (laughs) I like that. Which, which, which character would he be? Well, his name is Andy. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) But he's like less neurotic. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He'll appreciate you saying that. that. (laughs) Does he play the guitar? Yes. He does. Oh, perfect. Oh, perfect. 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 Like all the time. Oh, so, great. Yeah, oh, great. I would say he's very much like that. He, I don't know if you guys watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No, I've heard of it, though. No. Um, he's Charles Boyles to a T. Like, it's kind of creepy. We had to stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mm. but Like, when okay, he's out of what? town, you just watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? You miss yeah, him, you just like, I'm like, okay, well, this is fine. Like, I'm no longer missing you because you're literally up. <laughs> Perfect. So, we are so excited to talk to you about all things pelvic floor today. And we did, we did a, is, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying, this is so much fun. We did like a little intro, and all I went off for introducing you was from your email that you sent, you sent us. And we, 
I'm so happy that I found it. We were just, Gina was cleaning her house and I was going through emails trying to flag things for us to come back and questions to answer. And I saw your email and I immediately emailed you back. In fact, I had, didn't even tell her that I had emailed you back until we had already decided we were going to podcast. <laughs> you, you can make decisions for me. It's totally fine. <laughs> so if you have, if you could do a, like a little introduction of yourself for, uh, you know, how you got into what you do and maybe what um, made you start wanting to create the Yar Lab. Is that how you say it? Yes, it is. Yeah. So um, my name is Mary Ellen Reeder, and I am one of the co-founders of Yar Lab. The other co-founder is my dad. And oh, so interesting. It's a father-daughter company. Yeah. Everybody's like, isn't that really weird to talk <laughs> yeah, about the yeah. with your dad? <laughs> and I'm like... If you didn't understand our relationship, I totally understand, but he is a medical device engineer. So my entire life, I was taught parts are just parts and like, you don't call anything like a coochie or a PP or a wiener. Everything is a penis, vagina. That's what it's called. And so when I had my period, he was the one that I actually went to. I was like, I'm bleeding. Something is wrong. I'm dying. dying. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, no, that's your menstrual cycle. You're fine. And he went and he was so sweet about it. He actually bought one of literally everything down the aisle. I'm pretty sure the guy <laughs> bought a box and was just like grabbing and pulling things. And so my entire life was just parts or parts. It's whatever. And we don't really talk about the pelvic floor and we don't talk about my pelvic floor really ever. But we talk about like how the body works and business management is most of our conversation. Um, but yeah, he's the other co-founder. And I was working for Women for Women International and doing stuff on like women's rights, women's voting, that kind of area. And he came up to me and he was like, I just got FDA clearance on this. It took years. You do stuff with women and women listen to you. Do you want to get together? And I was like, I don't want to really because women who pee themselves by accident is like an only older adult women. I don't want to talk to women who are like in diapers. Doesn't seem like my vibe. And he goes, well, that's a massive misconception. Change your attitude and go do some research on it. And I was like, okay. And within like 20 minutes of Googling this, I realized that women of literally every age have this problem and it has nothing to do with age. It just has to do with the tone of your pelvic floor and my friends even, um, and at the time I was like 22, two of my closest friends have this issue and they didn't know it was called incontinence because they always assumed it was for like grandmas or oh, yeah. moms or whatever. Uh, you think old and, people. Or you think like, I always yeah, felt like so not, if you've had a kid, it's like, oh, once right. you have babies, yeah. now you're going to pee yeah. your pants all the time. I know tons of girls at the gym that are in their 20s and 30s oh, yeah. that talk about, that haven't had kids, that talk about peeing when they do a box jump or jump rope or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, jump there's, the rope. there's tons of girls in competition yeah. that do it. Yeah. I never had done it until a couple of years ago, actually. You better work on that pelvic floor. <laughs> I remember Good thing like, we're talking to Mary Ellen. She's going to fix you right up. It was never, it was never a problem for me ever. I remember yeah. like I would like work out with like Miranda and like if Miranda, um, 
once she was like squat cleaning to a certain weight, it was like, I'm she, like new, like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to pee my pants. Like, that's just going to happen. <laughs> and I was like, I just don't get it. Like I've never like everything when I'm there must catching be something really something, wrong I'm with so you. like braced that <laughs> nothing's coming out. Like for me to pee, I have to like relax. But one time it was during uh, the open and there were double unders and I was never like a peer ever. And I remember I, this workout just stressed me out so much. And you had, I think you had to do double unders unbroken maybe. And I was in the middle and I remember like, <laughs> like I'm doing them and, and I'm thinking like, all right, relax. Like trying to call, like get my heart rate down. And as I, I'm relaxing, I can feel myself starting to like need to pee. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then tighten, it's happening, then it's tighten, happening, then tighten happening. back up. And I'm like, okay, relax. And I'm like trying to relax and breathe. And I was just like, hmm, just you know leaking out just leaking out and i was like what the fuck (laughs) yeah exactly since when (laughs) yeah that's really it's so common that one in three women in the united states will have some form of urinary incontinence in their life like one in three wow wow which is a mind-blowing statistic yeah yeah that's crazy so it's not like just you it's like everybody knows someone who has this problem like if you're at the gym you're like that problem that person probably that yeah. person probably yes she pees, pees. <laughs> she's, she a pees. Peer. she's a pair she's a pair she's paying right now <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay so from there so you decided that you were yeah, gonna so from there, yeah so from there i basically learned all things pelvic floor to the point where now i go to my friend's baby showers and i am that woman who <laughs> will stand up and be like what was it the other day I was at one and they were like, Oh, it's just like the way that motherhood is. This is just something that you're going to live with. It's part of being a mom. And I like stood up and I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) Stop scaring her. (laughs) Everybody like looked at me and I was like, it's about the tone of your pelvic floor. Don't tell her that it's something she has to live with for the rest of the None of you have to live with Mary Ellen's really aggressive. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. They're like, this girl, we need to not invite her to any other function. She's extremely aggressive. (laughs) But yeah, I was like at this baby shower and well, it was pre-COVID. So it must have been like in January. Oh gosh, this was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, crazy. So yeah, they were like, they were telling my friend that this is just something that's part of motherhood. This is just something that as women, as you age, this happens. And I'm like, no, it's not. That is such a common myth and misconception for women's health that it's it's dangerous almost because it's not something you have to live with. If you know what it is and you have a problem with it, you can fix it. And it's not just like a new chapter of aging and it's just a negative side effect. Just one more thing. (laughs) Just one more thing. So I started peeing my pants today. I'm wrinkling, I'm sagging, and I'm peeing. Great. Yeah. And I'm like, this is not true. This is so inaccurate. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. But it's, the pelvic floor is very, very important to your overall well-being. So your pelvic floor, if you want to think about it visually, kind of looks like a hammock. It like zigzags around your pubic bone to your spine. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like holds everything like a hammock. Just hold your and, guts in. Hold your guts in. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so the pelvic floor muscles, when they're toned and they're in their health, they hold up, you know, your bladder, your uterus, vagina all those like visceral organs into their natural position. They hold everything up properly. And if you have 
a weakened strain or trauma to those muscles. Um, and for women, the factor list is like a laundry list. It's, it can come up with like age, childbirth, pregnancy, repetitive motion um, with exercise. So like runners, heavy like athletes also do it because that repetitive motion causes strain on that pelvic floor is you're constantly moving and you're constantly tensing up and tightening. And so all these different things like menopause can be a factor of weakening the pelvic floor. Yes. Oh no, I was saying menopause. Menopause. You raise your hand if you've had, gone through menopause. Yeah. <laughs> and so these muscles, when they get strained or something, they start to basically sag. So think of your hammock sagging. And when it sags, everything that's in their natural positions shifts and, and falls, more or less. It shifts. And your bladder is usually at the very bottom of that pyramid. And so when you laugh, sneeze, cough, run, squat, do whatever, your pelvic floor isn't strong enough to hold it in its position that that pressure is added to it and you pee a little bit. And so a lot of people, when they're doing different activities or whatever, and they laugh, sneeze, cough, and they pee themselves, that's often sometimes what's going on. And some people have like the sudden urge to pee and they got to go. And that's actually from atrophy. So lack of usage, you haven't engaged those muscles properly. And so they just kind of weaken over time. And basically how I imagine it in my head is they're kind of weak. They haven't done anything. And so they spasm and all the muscles around it kind of give it a quick hug, an unexpected hug. And your bladder is just like, oh, okay, and you pee a little bit. Interesting. And so there's a lot of different things that if your pelvic floor was engaged or has been toned properly, these issues are not so likely to occur because your pelvic floor is basically the foundation to keep all of that healthy and in position. Okay. So how, 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 do, you, how do you fix that? <laughs> Because I always think, because so, Kegels, my sister was so funny. My sister growing up thought that Kegels was squeezing her butt cheeks together. <laughs> <laughs> she would always say, yeah, I'm just working out. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm doing Kegels. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, squeezing my butt cheeks together. I'm like, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> I don't think that's working no, out either. <laughs> that's, so, that's actually a really common way that people do those exercises and it's not how you do them but that's how a lot of people think about doing them so kegel exercises are really difficult to do on their own um another crazy statistic is that 50 percent over 50 percent of women who try to do a kegel exercise cannot do them on their own even with written instruction because they're really isolated we can't see them it's not like working out your arms or your legs or anything because you can't see it happening and moving, they're deep within you. I'm doing it's right. It's kind right. of hard to tell if you're doing right, an exercise right. correctly if you can't see it. I'm doing it right. Yeah. Well, I just imagine, like, if the vagina was just open, I mean, it's not open, but, like, if you're just relaxed and it's like you're sucking it up. Yeah, it's kind of Is like that, a quick that... clenched pull up feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Right? Okay. Doing them. Yeah. Colby, we're yeah, doing so kegels. We're doing kegels right now. <laughs> it looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this is like my life. <laughs> I'm, this is like an everyday conversation. So that is, so that is but, how you do them. Is you just yeah? It's like you're pulling so up. But are you engaging your core at the same time? You can. 
I'm, but I wasn't. If, I just didn't know. Didn't you know. don't want to do like four and then your pelvic floor because that's kind of like a secondary engagement. And so what a lot of people think of doing a Kegel exercise is think about a string attached to those muscles. And the string pops out of the very top of your head. And when you pull that string up, you pull those pelvic floor muscles up. You pull those muscles up. Okay, okay. So it is a clench pull-up sensation. And a common way to see if you're doing them properly is to do an Oxford test, which is to stick a finger into your vagina to see if you can clench. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Oh, you can just do it right now? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got a what now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just wipe it on my pillow. But another thing is your orgasm. Your orgasm, when you have one of the, when you have an orgasm and you feel like a clenching feeling, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's pelvic floor muscle engaging. Okay. That's your pelvic floor muscle. That's not your vagina. That's your pelvic floor. So it's important to have and lots so, of orgasms. Yes. So have like as many orgasms as Perfect. possible. Perfect. dirty to me <laughs> better faster stronger <laughs> but that is that, that it does kind of go into your intimacy health because it is being engaged when you are having an orgasm i always feel it pulsing after mm-hmm. is that normal yeah yeah, yeah. fantastic it's normal <laughs> Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's more like this Here, give me your finger it's more like this I feel like yeah. the penis does that too. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's during. <laughs> that's my. That's a really bad O face right there. But that's it. That's definitely yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's really pretty. The prettiest O face. I look, I look at myself in the mirror when I masturbate just to, to know what my face looks <laughs> like after. Just to know that it's pretty? Just to work on it. Do you ever like look yeah. away? Like you're like a little disappointed? No, I just stare myself right in the eyes. Are you saying because you're a little disappointed? <laughs> <laughs> 
No. <laughs> I said, do you ever like look at yourself and like you, you, you know, you feel like you are so pretty and then you see like a moment where maybe it's like vinegar strokes. <laughs> <laughs> vinegar strokes. You've heard that term, right? Yes. What's the, what's the show up front? I don't know. Uh, the it. league. The league. I think I've heard you say it before. The league. That's do, you know what, do you know what the league is? The TV show? I do. I haven't seen it in a while though. But so do you know what vinegar strokes are? No. If I remember correctly, Colby, do you know what vinegar strokes are? It's like the last few, it's for a guy. Yeah, it's like right as they're... It's like right as they're coming and they look like they've smelled, smelled, smelled vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on that TV show. An incredibly like descriptive term. <laughs> vinegar strokes. <laughs> vinegar strokes. Doesn't sound good. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Funny though. Mm-hmm. Good term. Everybody term. now knows what it means. And it's very straightforward. You know, it's exactly how it sounds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Don't you you love you love uh my commentary, Gina. I do. I'm just okay. saying. But yes, we can moving move on. on. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I was just giving it back to Mary Ellen. Which is that's nice. Yeah. Of you. Mary okay. Ellen. So anyway. Oh, no, you're totally fine. I'm like loving it over here. Okay. So totally fine. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, but yeah, the pelvic floor, it deals with like all kinds of different things. And pelvic floor muscles should be engaged. But a lot of people think that kegels are like a one, one exercise fits all situation. So they think that like if they have some kind of pelvic floor dysfunction, a kegel is going to miraculously fix that. And that's not true. So... A lot of times, like, your healthcare professional, doctor, PT, whomever, will say to do Kegel exercises or, depending on what's going on, pelvic floor relaxation. Because you don't want to engage and tighten and clench, like a Kegel exercise, a already tightened muscle. So, if your pelvic floor muscle is hypertoned and you don't, or where it's, like, already super tight in general... You don't want to keep clenching a muscle that's already super tight. Instead, you want to teach those muscles to relax. So how would you and know so if you of- had a hypertoned pelvic floor versus a relaxed one? Would you be dealing with a lot of um, pain? A friend of mine has, yeah. has a problem, uh, Jen Dancer, and she's oh. been very open about it. Like, and like, I've had times when I'm training where usually it's like around my period, so if I'm already having like cramps and I'll do certain exercises, it's been a while. Where I all of a sudden will go into like where my whole pelvic floor and like my low abdominal, it almost like seizes or cramps in a way and it's so painful and I can't get it to relax where I've like gone to the bathroom and like laid on the floor. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that because it's hypertoned? So a lot of figures, I figures you would have a hypertoned pelvic floor. Haven't had that problem in a long time. (laughs) She's figured out how to relax. Since (laughs) COVID. Since COVID. It's gone to shit. But yeah, no, it's like, it can be painful to have, to have sex because insertion is just like, you're super clenched. So it's incredibly painful. And so if you talk to your, like, again, if you talk to your pelvic floor therapist or your gyno or just a regular practitioner and they've told you learn how to do pelvic floor relaxation that's different than a kegel exercise um usually if they want you to do a kegel they'll look at you and be like don't forget do your kegels 
Um, but a lot of people think that these exercises are just like a one size fits all. If you hear a pelvic floor and you hear Kegel, you just do all of that. And that's not really true. Um, different exercises for different people with different pelvic floor tone, basically, it. is Got what it. it is. So, um, yeah, I guess if you have a hypertone one, you want to learn how to relax, which is kind of counterintuitive because it's kind of hard to, like, think about letting everything go. Usually you're trying to, like, tone and tighten everything up. Right, right. And so you're kind of, like, learning how to completely relax and let everything kind of go. You're going to, you'd get so good at it, your uterus would just fall out. It's like, oh, just shoot, prolapse. Just, just pick, I know, just pick prolapse. It up, I know, I've heard of that. Back in. T- sounds terrifying. That, that, that is your pelvic floor um, is not able to hold anything up anymore and it falls through. Yeah, I don't And there's different happen. stages of that. Oh, man. So. Just imagining it. No, I, I know the healthcare people that have had to put push people's yeah stuff back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Let's right. keep that how, from happening. Yeah. So how do we keep that from happening? How do we fix this? <laughs> that is, you want to usually, um, I'm not a hot licensed healthcare professional, so don't take anything that I say as a diagnosis. Um, but usually you're told to do pelvic floor exercises like kegels to strengthen and re-educate those muscles back to the tone that you previously had um, where you have control over everything and everything then kind of goes back into its natural position that we were originally talking about with the hammock. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So prolapse is kind of like that hammock but super weak and it kind of just goes like this instead. So it goes from like a net hammock to sagging to like well, <laughs> like an like an old hammock where like things are stretched out and you lay yeah. on it and like <laughs> like your, your skin, skin is bulging, bulging out the, the bottom. Holes. Yeah, <laughs> just like that. So you want to keep your hammock, pelvic floor, toned and what would in good shape? What would be? Because I remember somebody telling me you're supposed to do this many kegels or you're supposed to try to hold for a certain amount of time. What What would be a normal every day that you should do if you're if you're working on doing your kegels, are you just doing them all so, the time or? Yeah. Well, you could do them all the time, but a big one is like, if you're at a stoplight or whatever, every time you're at a red light, just do your kegels during that. Um, you want to kind of hold them for three to five seconds and then release three to five seconds. You don't want to clench for like a full minute because that's not how um, you do them properly. It's actually in small almost like three to five second intervals of work, rest, work, rest, work, rest. So you don't want to just hold, you want to pulse, not pulse, but well, three to five seconds. Got it. Right. It it turns into basically a pulse because you don't want to hold it. A lot of times people are like, okay, well, if I have a super toned pelvic floor, I can hold it for like two minutes. And it's like, please, please don't do that. Don't do that. That is not what you want to do. Okay. And you're okay. not going to impress anybody. Just breaking dicks off. Yeah. Just, right? <laughs> breaking dicks. Just snapping them. Just breaking dicks, taking names. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, you don't like, you want, you want to do them in like three to five second work pulse ratios. And you can do that 
in in rows of like you can do like twenty as a set, three sets, and you can do that like breakfast, lunch, dinner type of a situation. Um, Get your reps in, people. <laughs> Get those reps yeah. in. And you want to do that, and keep in mind that you have to do quite a few to actually get the benefits that you are looking to get. So a lot of people think that it's like an overnight situation where you can do it for like a week and you'll be great and fantastic. And that's not the case because it is muscle rehabilitation. And I think that often gets lost in the conversation that toning these muscles, doing your exercises is a form of muscle rehabilitation and muscle rehabilitation does not happen. Right. You can't, you can't go to the gym one day. You wish. I know. I know. And then get the results you want. So that makes sense. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of people are like, they get disgruntled or they get dismayed or upset because they've been doing it for two weeks and they don't see anything. And it's like that. This is muscle rehabilitation. This is not something that's going to come one super easy or two super quick because you are retoning and re-educating muscles that haven't been properly taught um, or they haven't been properly engaged in a really long time. So please be very patient and very delicate with yourself. Don't be super hard on yourself. You know, if you're doing three weeks, it can take anywhere from like two up to 12 weeks or longer, depending on the tone or lack thereof of your pelvic floor muscles. And so it really, I really, really wish I could tell like every person to just be kind and patient with themselves because they are doing a form of muscle rehabilitation and it does take time to do it properly. I want to hear about the Yarlap. <laughs> yes. Because yes. all, I'm, all I'm thinking is like, so, I want all of this. I'm hoping that this could replace me doing kegels at stoplights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, the yeah. Yeah. is an FDA-cleared medical device. So, we are a medical device um, that does pelvic floor training for you. So, you insert it like a tampon, and it goes into the first two inches of your vagina, and it does the entire exercise for you. There are muscle... Exercises like we discussed Kegels programs in it, but there are also muscle relaxation programs as well. So you learn to not only clench on command, but you're also able to relax on command as well. And the Yarlap teaches you how to do that by sending a signal that's extremely comfortable <laughs> into your pelvic floor muscles to do everything for you. And basically it wakes up your pelvic floor and is like, okay, guys, this is how you do it. This is how you do it correctly. Never mind, I'm just going to do it all for you. And that's what the R Lab does, is it literally does the three to five second hold that we were talking about. Um, and it does that for you in 20 minute workouts. Sounds awesome. Sounds great, right? <laughs> Sounds like a good Netflix and chill, if you know, know what I'm talking about. <laughs> is there any orgasm at the end of it? No, so it's not. So we're always like telling young people, like, we're not. You don't have that setting. Some people are like, I don't feel a vibration. And then I'll be like. They're mad about it. <laughs> I'm going to get off. At the end. And they're like, is this something I'm going to get off at the end? I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not a sex toy. We are like an actual medical device that you would see like at a doctor's office. And um, so it does help with 
sexual performance and it enhances that because we did talk about how the pelvic floor um, relates to the orgasm. So it does help in that aspect, but in in its true form, it is muscle re-education to retone those pelvic floor muscles to the position that they should be naturally and shift everything back into its natural position, making that hammock, if you will, tight again. Yeah. So what is your feedback been? I mean, how long how long has it been out there? Oh, yeah, when did it launch? So it launched back in 2014. Oh, wow. So it's been a while. Six years? Four years? 2016. Okay. 2016. Yeah, 2016. And it's been really, really great. So we have women of like all ages. I mean, we had we've had 90-year-olds use it. Um, and they're doing great and fantastic because it doesn't, like, like I was talking about, it does not matter what age you are. It literally matters what tone your pelvic floor is. And so we have women of all ages. We have runners, um, all kinds of, we have somebody who does parachuting who used it. And it's great because it takes all that guesswork of, am I using the right muscles? Am I doing it correctly? Am I doing it the right way, the right amount of time? And it does everything for you. Right, Literally, right. all you have to do is put it in, turn it on, and pick a contraction level that's comfortable. And is it, it something? Is it something like where you have to put it in and like lay down, or do you just go about your business while it's going? Whatever you want, as long as it doesn't come out of the vagina. So you want to make sure it's always within the vagina while it's working okay okay but we have people who lie down sit down we have people who tell us that like it's the best thing ever if you're standing up um so it really just depends woman from woman but as long as it stays inside the vagina the entire time it does not matter what position you're in okay just like tape it (laughs) tape it in there (laughs) just like no please don't tell people to do that (laughs) i'm so busy we don't need the liability of that (laughs) yeah don't tape anything inside your vagina tape it in there you put it in and then just like you know, you could like strap it, it on or just put your underwear on. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that'd help keep yeah. it in place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, just like <laughs> tape wear, like, it in your vagina. Underwear. Where, um, where can people get them just from the website? Yeah. So you can get it online at yarlap.com, Y-A-R-L-A-P.com or we're on Amazon too. And either way you get it, it's like in a tiny little box. And it looks like you got a shoe. It looks like you got like a book um, or pair of shoes. And it doesn't say anywhere that like this is for vaginal insertion. It doesn't say you peed your pants like that. It comes in a very boring brown box um, so that no one needs to know. And it's ready to go right out of the box. It has like lubricant, the battery, all everything that you need is literally right there when you open the box. Very cool. So is it rechargeable? So you use a battery for it. Right, right. I didn't know if the battery was rechargeable. You charge it that way. It's not like a plug-in-the-wall situation. Okay. We don't do that. Okay. We don't do that. Um, So it's basically you can carry it wherever. So if you're on the go, you're able to bring it wherever you need to. 
um, and there's no there's no app for it, and that's just because we take patient security extremely private. So if we don't keep any data, there's no data to hack. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I like that. We just don't do that. Right? Yeah, I'm there's pretty no smart. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Your vaginal privacy will remain Your private. Your vaginal <laughs> privacy, yes. We don't want any of that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's basically what we do is we tone the pelvic floor muscles without any guesswork on your part. All you have to do is basically follow four quick steps, put it inside the vagina, turn it on, pick the program level, and then relax. So you actually don't do the exercise along with the R-LAP. The R-LAP literally does the exercise for you. I wish other things, I wish there were other machines or things that you could do to just do the work for you. Oh, I, I, I just mean like for working I, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For that. So, but I mean, I'm very proud about what we've done and how it works and the rate of success that we have with it. Um, Are you finding most of your, really- oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you're fine. oh um, are you finding that more people are uh, buying these, buying the RLAP for peeing, or is it just kind of, do you? It's all over the place, really. It's it's for people who are like, well, I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z without paying myself. Um, a lot of it is like, I want to go to the gym and I want to go back to gym classes without worrying I'm going to like pee myself. Yeah, it can be embarrassing. Yeah, so we have a lot of people who do that, but we also have a tremendous amount of people who are like, I've heard all these great things about what can happen in bed if you do these exercises correctly. Pretty sure I'm not doing them correctly, so um, we're going to get <laughs> Not getting the results I want. Yeah. <laughs> or it could be your partner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who knows? Exactly. And so it's, it's kind of like all over the board, but I'm glad that the pelvic floor is kind of getting the recognition that it really, really deserves. Very so. cool. What went into um, creating the Yarlap? So we actually designed the devices for postpartum education in the national healthcare system for France, Great Britain, Germany, and Scandinavia. So once they have kids, their health insurance basically gives them a device and it's like, tone your pelvic floor muscles, you're clear for exercise do this so you don't pee yourself later in life. The U.S. doesn't really have anything like that. Of course. Of course. So um, when we actually had a close friend, um, a close family friend who had this issue in a very severe manner, and we are like, oh, just go to your doctor and get something like this. And there was just like nothing available. There was like nothing. And um, so what went into it is a whole lot of paperwork, a whole lot of love, a lot of like, what should we make it look like so it's not daunting to women? Because you don't want to have something that's like massive right, and right. delivered to them. And they're like, what? Is what? This? Where do I put this? Where do I have to put that? Like, do you want me to put that where? Right, right. Um, and there was also like a lot of clinical results that had to go through um, people actually using it to get the results to get the FDA clearance. It's not something that we're just like, slapping labels on stuff right, it works right, try it right. it's like no this, we put like a lot of sweat and tears and research into this to get it to where it needed to be to get that level of clearance um 
Was there any trial and error? Was there any like trial and error? You're like, uh oh, that. <laughs> no. So okay. Okay. There, we actually knew from the devices that we have over in Europe of what basically women really liked and what they didn't like, and so that was a really nice jumping board where we were like, okay, it needs to be a, a certain size, um, and it needs to work this amount of way. You have to be able to allow them to have the control over their own wellness. Um, because there's only so much that you can do, but if she feels really, really empowered and really confident with what she's using, she's going to continue using it. And so that was basically what the Yarlup of, you can, you have control over the comfort, over almost everything within the Yarlup, because if you are in control, you are more likely to put it into your routine. And if you are able to put it into your routine, you're going to use it. Mm-hmm. And if you use it, you're going to get the benefits. And so it was kind of like that whole situation where um, it was a lot of time. Like, it was a lot of time. It's not something that, like, happens overnight or anything like that. It's, like, something that happens years over years. Well, we're happy that you researched all of that. Now we can, you know. Yeah, we're going to order one. We're going to get one. (laughs) Well, I would love to have you guys talk to your family, for sure. Where did you come up with the name? So, it's such an interesting name. Like, yeah, so we're into like we're nerds. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that. So yar is actually a sailing term um, that means trim, in shape, toned, good to go. And a lap is a English term for your like lady parts, your vagina, all that area. And oh, okay. So yar okay. lap is a well trimmed, toned good to go, everything's a-okay, vaginal area. Okay. I like it. Makes sense. Without screaming it to people that you have a very well-toned, in-shaped vagina. <laughs> Do you want it's a code. yard lap? <laughs> Do you want your yard yard lap? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a different thing. <laughs> Are you having issues you in your, your yard? Do you want your yard lapped? Would you like to yard your lap? <laughs> Gina's yard yeah, lap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. And I'm like, every time we talk, we call people, people are like, it sounds like a pirate term. And I'm like, no, it's just like a bunch of yard lap. Yard lap. Yard lap. I keep saying it wrong. Uh, well, I'm, I'm one. So thank you so much for emailing in and for offering up your time to sh- teach us about this because I'm, I'm buying you that for Christmas. I I will gladly accept it. Yeah, which means I will also buy you one. Yeah, and that's Christmas. how we do it. I know, I know. <laughs> so just buying it for ourselves. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's awesome. I I think that it's so important to make like you. It's just making this less taboo too. You know, and to find out that one in three women suffer yeah, from this is you know th- there's so many people out there that this could benefit so thank you so much for when it's just on and educating us yeah it's just like and it's our a, listeners it's it's so much of like the norm for people just we're just very uneducated and it is such mm-hmm. like a taboo thing it's almost like it's just easier to like blame it on something that only women go through like menopause having babies um and then it's just like 
like you said at the baby shower, it's like, oh, all women, it's just you're going to get used to it. That's just what happens. And you're like, no. Well, and I think that people like you don't equate have it with to, like, you don't have to be okay with that. Right. And I think that people, a lot of people equate it with, especially people that have had children that you've got just got a gaping pussy. Yeah. Just big old, big old pussy. <laughs> just the Grand Canyon of holes. Can't even hold the pee in. <laughs> Better watch out. Everything might fall, fall out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. So yeah, so it's it, so thank you for educating us and our listeners that that's not what it is, and uh, everyone can work on strengthening their hammock. Yeah, tighten up that hammock. Tighten up that wait. hammock. I can't wait to tighten up my hammock. I know. Me neither. I'm sick of you peeing on everything. I'm just kidding. She doesn't pee on anything. Most of that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> you're just marking your territory. Just claiming. <laughs> that's what you're doing. What a uh, great dare. <laughs> A dare. Didn't Courtney have to pee her pants for a dare? She lost a game of odds. Yeah. However, she plays that game and she had to yeah. pee her pants at a bar. In and the she bar. had to pee her pants in a bar while standing there. And she did it. And she did Our it. And Courtney is. <laughs> she's she's a riot, man. We love her. She takes the dare seriously. Okay, Mary Ellen. Mary Ellen, where can people find you? Does Yarlap have like a social media account at all? Yeah. So you can you can email us. If you go to the website and the emails will come to me, or you can come to the Instagram at yarlap underscore OTC. Awesome. Nice. Thank you yeah. so much for your time on a Saturday. Thank yeah. Thank you. Always. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on here. It was really, really nice. Yeah. It was really nice meeting you. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Um, any um, questions? Yeah, no, we'll order our yard last. Yeah, we're and ordering it. We'll use it, and then we might have to have you back on for a little chat. And then we'll, we'll we'll talk about our results. Oh my gosh, please do because I think that that would be truly hilarious, and I might cry from laughing. Okay, <laughs> good. <laughs> no, I mean, maybe like, I'll put it in while we're podcasting. We'll get it. Well, that makes us happy. We'll get it, and we'll just test it out. On the podcast, just have her in. <laughs> <laughs> just taking turns laying there. Huh. Huh. Okay. Doing session one. Okay. Um, I feel a little... Gina, can you turn it up? <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Again, you're talking about another device. No. No, I'm kidding. You, you, you I'm pick, joking. You pick, your, know, you pick your intensity. I know. I know. All right. Thank you. Thank you. You can go go and enjoy your Saturday. Anyway, no, it was really great meeting you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. And we'll, we'll be talking, to you, talking to you soon. All right. Bye. See ya. She's so cute. Yeah. Yarlap. She's adorable, by the way. <sighs> Dude, that was so great. Was there I'm so, so cool? Happy we had her on. You guys got to go check this out. Yarlap. The Yarlap. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. Remember, Hopefully you learned something. We know yeah. we did. And Remember to rate, review, subscribe, five-star rating, five-star warning, and we'll get back to you next week. Bye. Bye. I keep looking at the computer as I if know, it's I was the, doing it too. As if it's the camera. <laughs> Bye. Bye.